I am so cold. Oh, are we starting? <laughs> yes, we're starting. I'm just with you being cold. I, yeah, I need to complain about it. I'm freezing. I have a blanket around me right Basically, now. we got an electricity bill, which is like 300 times more than the average That's, Australian. You're exaggerating the slightest bit. Just the slightest bit. And so now I'm cutting down... On I'm not allowed to have things that make me happy and warm. Yes, that is my exact goal. Mm. <laughs> Riley sat here in a blanket, so but cool. wearing a tank top. So like, I'm wearing also a flannel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I wear the sweater, it's like almost warm enough, but like mm-hmm. not. I just need more sweaters, honestly. <sighs> but who princess. wants to wear clothes? <laughs> just <laughs> that's the issue is that you always want the house to be like a sauna so you can just like walk around in your underwear why would i wear clothes in my own house because our electricity bill is super high. <laughs> look i don't think that's entirely my fault australian energy prices just seem ridiculous yeah but regardless like, of that we have got it a significant amount higher I than other australian still, households <laughs> it's still way more expensive than it was in la and i, I kept you. myself plenty warm in la in the winter <laughs> I just don't want to freeze. Is that so much to ask? Well, apparently, yes. Oh, my God. It comes with a price, Riley. Jesus. Anyways, Anyways. how's your week been, babe? Oh, oh, my God. We have had... I'm not... So many updates from you. I'm not trying to be that girl again, but the moon has brought so many... I'm sorry. Did this revelation not come to me the day before a new moon? Saka's girlfriend is doing work. Yeah. <laughs> she um, gets avatar references now anyway really exciting update i'm sorry is this gonna be boring to like start on oh my god just say the thing okay Fiona so, thinks literally everything we talk about in the podcast is boring correct so i've had an entire life revelation basically i'm gonna give you guys weekly updates on this and i'm also going to be explaining like my goals throughout this time and my timeline all these different things um but the general gist is i am a stressed out gal um i People would describe me as a workaholic. I describe myself as a social media addict, and I'm going to be removing both of those things from my entire life for an entire month. Um, well, more specifically, a moon cycle. And so <laughs> basically, I realized that with all of my side hustles on top of my full-time job, I've like completely lost the balance for like life. Like I cancel plans, like social plans with people who are either old friends or new friends, which like I need to make new friends. I'm in Sydney. I cancel plans with them to like edit a video and I fall asleep writing to-do lists and it's just... You are so stressed out and working all the time and I've been begging you for so long to take a break. I know, but just now relax. finally the moon has told me to do that and so I'm going to do it. Um, well, so... thank God for the moon. <laughs> right? Um... <laughs> But every, um, I'm very all or nothing. And so instead of being like, huh, let's try and achieve some balance. No, honey, that's not how it's going to (laughs) work. So what I'm doing is I'm stopping all of my side hustles with the exception of this podcast and streaming with Riley, because that's a commitment I've made to another person. Um, and that's me. I'm the other person. You are the other person. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Identifying yourself. Um, you're the other woman. (laughs) Anyway, um, stopping all side hustles and, I'm not going to be using social media for an entire month. And that is genuinely crazy for me because I can say that without a doubt, with the exceptions of like, if I've been in Nepal, in literally in the Himalayas where we don't have Wi-Fi, I haven't gone a single day without social media since I've started using it. Like I go on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook every single day of my life, multiple times a day. So this is going to be like a huge um, shift for me, but I'm very all nothing. So I feel like that's just something that I have to do. Um, 
I'm going to be running you guys through a few different things. Like some of my goals will be up next week, but I thought this week I'd let you know my exceptions, which are things that I'm allowed to go on social media for <laughs> even like, do you know what I mean? Like, cause obviously I'm trying to like completely refrain, but if something big happens, I need to go on social media. So one of these things is little mix. If they have something gay or a big announcement, in which case, I've got to be on social media and we will be discussing later on their new gay music video, which I'm fucking excited about. The one thing you had to come back to Twitter for? I literally, I deleted it and then I only lasted 24 hours and everyone at work was making fun of me, but I'm like, guys, you don't understand. Like, this is different. And that's when I had to write down the exceptions because I was like, I need to understand that there mm. are exceptions. The second one is anything One Direction because like, not anything that all the One Direction, one Direction boys do, but it's like, if it's something One Direction, it means they've reformed, which means <gasps> it's huge. Whoa. So I'm allowed to get back on Twitter for that. If Trump gets impeached, because I was going to say something Trump, but I'm like, he does shit every damn day. So if Trump gets impeached, I'm allowed to get on social media. If there's a scandal directly involving a close friend, because, you know, the reality is a lot of my friends do social media and hashtag influencers. (laughs) Um, And so, like, if there's a huge scandal that directly affects, like, one of my close friends, it'd be, like, damn weird for me to, like, not to... Say just to ignore it. all the online stuff. Pardon? Just to ignore all the online stuff with it and just be like, oh, what? I'm not a part of this. Yeah, that would be weird for me to do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. So I thought yeah. you were saying, like, just do that. I'm like, no, I can't do that. No, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, and a huge personal announcement. So, like, obviously I don't have any plans for any huge things to have in the next month. But, like, if... What's a huge personal announcement? I don't know. You could move. If Yeah, if we, like, moved or if, like, this is not going to happen, but if we got engaged, then it'd be, like, weird for me not to tell social media. We're not getting engaged. Really? I don't... You jumped to that? <laughs> no, but I was trying to think about, like, a huge... Yesterday, Fiona was, like, trying to plan our wedding again, and I was like, Fiona, we're not engaged. I really want to point out that you're the one who pointed out the wedding stuff. I did not. I... You did. No. No, yeah. You see no. you're, that tone in your voice? You're realizing now that it was actually you brought it up anyway. Um, but do you mean, like, a huge personal announcement? Um, that's when I can go on social media as well. But anyway, those are my things. And the general vibe is no social media, no side hustles for a month. And I'm really excited. I'm so excited for you. You're such an overworked bean. Yeah, I'm going to be focusing on meditation and getting my life in order and just becoming a more in-control person. I'm a type A, so (laughs) we need it. Um, But yeah, that's my Uh, life. I also had my um, new boss start at work and I'm obsessed with her and I love her so much. And she's just like the coolest um, she has a blog. She's super awesome. Yay. So I'm really excited Amazing. about that. Everything's on the up, I think. My boss at work is also great. Oh my God. You say that every time. I, I know. It's my only boss. joke I have. It's the only joke because we're always your own boss. You guys are oh. so funny. Oh. Um, anyway, that's part one of my calm plan. I'll let you guys know how I go with it. I It starts technically tonight, but I did delete all social media and all like things like Duolingo because that's like what I'm using to like... Mm work towards my future um stuff like that all my planning apps all my list apps yes. <laughs> all of my photo editing apps it's all gone I, I think it'll be really good for you and also just really good for people in general to learn that like you don't have to be productive 24 7 like yeah because you have this thing of like if you're not constantly doing things you feel bad about it and like yeah. have guilt if I about have, like, not an doing things of not creating something or working on something i yeah. feel bad which is some bullshit that capitalism has like ingrained into all of us that like your worth is your productivity. Yeah. And like if you're not doing stuff and making stuff, like you're not good enough. I think I have a worse than most people though. You do. You know, you've like, <laughs> it's real bad. And I'm excited for you to be able to relax finally. Yeah. But I'm just like, that's a lesson that I feel like it's lots of people It's going to be so could interesting take. to watch though, honestly. Like, not in a, like, we should run a documentary series my life, because we're trying not to focus on any damn scheming. I'm not allowed to scheme during this I'll just follow either. you around with a camera. 
Yeah, my, like boss, my own little documentary. <laughs> my boss wanted to run my Twitter account with Riley. She because like she thinks I'm great, obviously. Um, no, but <laughs> she she was like saying all these like funny things that I'm doing. She's like, I just want to run your Twitter account. And I was like, I'll give her the password. And I'll give Riley the password, and you guys <sighs> just like run it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. um, well, you yeah. also had me take an enneagram thing. Speaking yes. of how you're a type eight, and I'm yeah. apparently a type. Two? Yes, you're a type two. Don't, something apparently, because you know that everything hits so damn close to home. I mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. I scored very closely behind with one and three. Yeah, I think that you want to be a one. And it wouldn't surprise me if you have a lot of elements of threes, just because, like, all of my closest friends have always been threes. But yeah. you're a two. So I'm looking at the Enneagram thing right now. Number two is the helper. Mm-hmm. Number three is the achiever. And number one is the reformer. Yeah. So all your friends are threes? Like Liam and Maddie are both threes. The achiever? Like my two best friends are both threes. Threes are self-assured, attractive, and charming, ambitious, competent, and energetic. They can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They are diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. Mm -hmm. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. Is it it all surprising that I, like, surround myself with those people? No, yeah, that makes sense. Basic fear of being worthless, basic desire to feel valuable and worthwhile. Yeah. Is that me? Am I three-ish? No, I'm saying it wouldn't be surprising if you had some elements just because Mm. the people I get along with most are those. No, that's But you're a two, for sure. (sighs) Okay, let's look at two. Like, you have some of those things, like, slightly status-driven, because, I mean, you're a goddamn YouTuber, (laughs) and ambitious and stuff. I'm attention-seeking. Yeah. I just want everyone to pay attention to me. <sighs> but yeah, but type two. Oh, so do you want to talk about type one, which is your other, the sure. one that you want the to other... be? <laughs> the one that I strive to Riley be. Riley was like, are you sure I'm not this Mike, sweetie? <laughs> Look, I do my best. Yeah. Ones are conscientious and ethical with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. Well-organized, orderly, and fastidious. They try to maintain high standards, but can slip into being critical and perfectionist. They typically have problems with resentment and impatience. At their best, wise, discerning, realistic, and noble can be morally heroic. Yeah, so I yeah, think I know. You it want sounds to be like, that. It sounds like, yeah. It sounds like you online as well. Yeah. I think that people, I wouldn't be surprised if people online were like, that's Riley. But mm. Well, yeah, I know. I try very hard to like, I don't know, have a sense of wrong and right and yeah. to but you can, enforce but you that. You can have that without being a one. I mean, yeah, I no. have that, and I'm I mean, because you're age. allowed to have wings. So yeah. I think, from what I've read of two, that sounds more like innately me. Yes. And then one would be like my wing, like the thing I lean towards and like yeah. try to do. Yeah. But it's good that you can get a wing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so type two, which is 100% Riley. Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasing. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, unselfish and altruistic, they have an unconditional love for others. Your basic fear is of being unwanted, unworthy of being loved, and your basic desire is to feel loved. Yeah, it's getting real deep. Yeah, sorry to just call like, hello, I'm terrified of being unloved. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but my type is, is if any, is anyone bored by this? I'm so scared of being Oh my God, Fiona, my we can talk about things. <laughs> so I'm a type eight. I'm one, the only part of the type eight that doesn't um, like hit me is mm. the temper thing. I don't get angry. Like a lot of True, eights have yeah. like a bad temper. That's just not me. Yeah. Um, 
But the a type eight are self-confident, strong, and assertive. Protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Eights feel they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. <laughs> Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, self-mastering, they use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous. Yeah, the website really likes big words. <laughs> and inspiring. And then basic fear of being harmed or controlled by others. Basic desire to protect themselves, to be in control of their life and destiny. Yeah, um, that sounds about right. Which is 100% me. Two other eights that we're friends with, mm. Stevie Bobby and Emma Blackery. So if anyone listening knows them. I, I feel Stevie's like, such an eight. <laughs> and so is Emma, though. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm an eight more to people who know me. And mm. then online, I kind of, I think I can come across... Like, still mean, but, like, a little bit, like, softer. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you mean. But I think in real life I'm a lot less soft than I am online. You're an intimidating gal. I'm intimidated by you. Good. I've dated you for two years. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Emma and Stevie are both solid eights, and so yeah. am I. Um, and so there's, like, compatibility things mm-hmm. between the types as well? Yeah. So and... what is our... What does it say about how twos get along with eights? Am I reading the whole thing? It's not that long. You don't have to like read the whole thing, but like, I don't know. Um, Sum it up for me. So it says that both are actually, this is why we will, I was like, literally, because Riley didn't believe in this shit. And I was like, Riley, is this not It's not, not us? that I don't believe in it. Look, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like this stuff a lot more than like astrology, for an example, because you can choose where you are in this one, which I feel like is a concern I've brought up many times, is that astrology is like, you're born on this date, here's what you're destined to be, and fuck mm. that. I hate that. I but Enneagram's like, you just look at a person's personality and yeah. try to group them, and I've always found it really fascinating trying to break people up into groups based on their personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I liked Harry Potter, because it's doing that with, like, four groups. That's why I liked Divergent, because it was, like, about separating people mm. based on, like, their personality traits. Mm. Like, it seems fun. I don't think it's, like, definitive. Like, all of these groups that we try to come up with are... They're, like, our invention. Like, they're theories about, like, how we think people can operate. I think that it's a good way, and this is what I find, even, like, especially with personality types, but also to a lesser extent, like, with, you know, star signs and astrology and all Mm. that, is that it's not being, like, this is who you are and you can never change those things. I think it's just good to kind of highlight... Like, I really remember the first time I did Myers-Briggs... And I, like, read into it, and I was like, oh, holy shit, like, this is insane. And because I'm, like, so me, I don't like to, like, reflect on the negatives. Like, I I have some negatives that I really fixate on <laughs> at my therapist. Um, but, like, there, you know, there are other He's things. He's nodding along. <laughs> but there's other things that, like, I just don't recognize. And so I like these things as ways to, like, recognize ways that I can improve. And, like, things that are my weaknesses so that I can focus on them. Things that are good areas for growth for me. Um, and just, you know, it helps with like that level of guidance and same with like astrology. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I don't take it as, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, like with the moon cult, I was like, <laughs> the new moon is here. I'm going to change my goddamn life. Mm. And it's like, I'm not being like, oh, this isn't retrograde and therefore my life is awful. It's just like taking consideration all these different things. And it's like a guide for which areas of your life you can reflect on and which areas of life that you want to like improve on and take, like be grateful for. A lot of it's about just, like, guidance and being grateful. Yeah, but people do take it so literally and will, like, blame things on retrograde and, like, make their personalities like the thing that they think they are because, like, they're like, this is the thing I am, so I'm going to, like, form myself around this, you know? I don't think people do that. I think you just... Mm. 
I don't buy it. Strawmanning. I am not lesbians. <laughs> no. Anyway. Don't 100% do that. Eights but, with twos. Oh, it says that for twos, the helpers, and eights, the challenger, these two types are more alike than they might appear to be at first. Both are action-oriented and want to have a personal impact on their environment. Both can be sentimental and deeply feeling with a soft side that is often more hidden than apparent. Both can play the roles of provider, protector, caretaker, and nurturer, while avoiding or even denying their own needs. Both tend to overwork themselves, and both tend to be the strong one in the relationship. Although twos will tend to do so as the power behind the throne, while eights will tend to clearly be on the throne. That's 100% us. Yeah, my girl is always on the throne. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, am I sentimental? I feel like you're for sure the sentimental one. I know, like, there's, like, some, like, slight differences. Mm. But, like, I think, like, the twos will be behind the throne, the eights on the throne. That's 100% us. Like, I'm the one who's like, hi, I'm here. But you're like... I'm just chilling behind you as support. (laughs) But, like, you're the power behind the throne. Like, yeah, you're the one. Um, Both types bring passion, vitality, interpersonal and social skills. Magnanimity, gonna figure that word out one time. (laughs) And generosity. The basic emphasis of both types is distinctly different. However, with twos being primarily interested in the welfare of others, while eights tend to be interested in their physical well-being and in having a distinct impact on their world, often with beneficial fallout for others. I don't think I'd cause fallout. Fallout. You are actually trying to help other people. It's not just like by yeah. accident. <laughs> I think because part of my distinct impact on the world is to make things better for people. Yeah, that makes sense. It does sound like they said the same thing but worded it differently. Yeah. But but that's I do that's try us. to be interested in the welfare of others. Yeah. They easily play roles that the other needs and wants. The eight is practical and concerned with the results, whereas twos are more people oriented and more openly altruistic. They are both strong-willed and like taking on responsibility as long as they choose it themselves. <laughs> True. True. It's very both of us. Eights often bask in the glow of two's affection and Oh adoration. my god, you do, though. <laughs> All day is me twos affecting and adoring you. Literally. Twos truly appreciate the eight's strength and efforts, which is so funny because we're literally <laughs> saying like, all the time, I was like, I just admire your strength, and I read this, and it's like they appreciate admire. Oh yeah, it was like word for word what I was like telling you the day before I took yeah. this test. Like, <laughs> And often, and see, they're often hidden self-sacrifice, which you do because you're oh, like, for sure. you're dying. <laughs> and I'm like, I tell you that constantly, yes. <laughs> yeah. Both see each other's noble qualities and can be each other's staunchest supporters and admirers. Their roles are also clearly delineated so they do not get each other's ways. Each other's way. <laughs> each runs different spheres of their lives and cover different bases. Um, these qualities... <laughs> no, make... no, I see what's coming. <laughs> yeah, one says one place is symbolic mommy and the other the symbolic daddy. I hate you. I'm why, why is this in here? I'm sad. <laughs> Fuck off. And things are clear and balanced. It's true that we have very, like, well-defined <sighs> roles in our relationship. Yeah, we do. You're my stay-at-home wife. Uh, I know. <laughs> I've somehow become this. <laughs> these qualities make this pu- couple powerful allies who complement each other's strengths, particularly the good effects they can have on others. We're such good allies. Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> each other. <laughs> So yeah, so that was, it was just like painfully like, yeah, that's us. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, anyway, the Enneagram is real and everyone needs to take it. It is real. Um, Let's talk about Ocean's 8. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking great. I loved it so oh, much. We saw it. It was very fun. Yeah. It's funny because um, I'm like, I'm Aussie and I've never been like a, oh my God, Kate Blanchett person. But now, <laughs> damn, oh my God, Kate Blanchett. They're fucking lesbians. Aussie? Yeah, she's Australian. Oh, she had an Australian accent in the film. Really? Yes. Weird. <laughs> Why are there Aussies everywhere? 
What? Y'all need to chill. There's, There's like five in... of you on this island, and you're all actors. <laughs> you're like too much representation. I saw one Australian in a film with all Way Americans. Too... I need to start campaigning for less Australian representation. <laughs> this is some bullshit. What will the children think? <laughs> These kids out there. Well, thinking... they think it's okay to talk with that fucking accent. <laughs> These children think that they can be Australian now. I don't want that for my children. No. Ugh. Hide um, it from them. Anyway. Oh, no, but she was, like, such a lesbian in that movie. Her and Sandra Bullock totally fucked. Oh, yeah. And Sandra Bullock totally fucked. What was the there other was one's name? There was so much homoerotic subtension the entire yeah. movie. Um, I don't know. The, like, the one who's, the like, wife the mom. With, yeah, with, like, the kids and stuff. Yeah. And like, she, like, is just full-on, like, flirting with her and, like... They so fucked in the past. Oh, yeah. 100%. Anyway, we There were so many scenes time. where they were just, like, really close to each other's faces, and I was just like, are you... Are, is this... Is come this... on. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... I really liked that it just... It was, like, fun. You know, like most movies have like, there's a very set structure for screenwriters and mm. like everything has like three acts and at right before the yeah. like climax, there's like a really dark, depressing part where they've lost everything and like, how are they ever going to come back from this? Yeah. And then they find a thing and then they like yeah. do the thing. But there was just no like In Ocean's sadness. 8, it was just like, good. And then, oh, by the way, yeah. it's better. <laughs> like, oh yeah. It was fantastic. It was just like yeah. going along, doing this cool thing. It's lots of fun. Lots of great women. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also, the Thai cave rescue has Ooh. come to a close, finally. Yeah, you were following this one, huh? I was following this one so closely. <laughs> Basically, you all, I don't know why we put this on the podcast. Like, you all know what happened. A bunch of Thai boys got stuck in a cave, and now they're out. Well, That's guess it. we're done with that topic. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, there's nothing else to say, but I'm really excited that they're all out, and... But it was, like, seeing articles about it, it was wild. The, like... When I just heard, like, they're stuck in a cave. Like, I, I don't think I grasped the enormity of it. Yeah. And that it's, like, a four-kilometer-long cave. Mm-hmm. So, like, two and a half miles. And, like, parts of it are completely underwater. And some parts were so small that, like, you couldn't even scuba dive through. Like, they had to take off their tanks. Yeah. And, like, squish through these, like, little bits to get to the exit. Yeah. I just can't. I cannot imagine that. It's terrifying as well. Imagine it's so that. scary. And to be trapped in there for two weeks, so you're doing this all like... And they had no light. Starving and dehydrated and stuff. Yeah. yeah no light. Yeah. I can't... <sighs> and they had a lot of meditation, which is good because I'm getting time meditation now. So if I ever get... <laughs> if I ever become a so Thai boy stuck, stuck in, in a cave... cave. <laughs> Scott Johansson, I'm coming for you. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. It was though. Did you see that people are already like trying to make movies off of it? Yeah, I believe that. That making me so sad. I don't know. Just Why? like let them chill for it. two seconds. Oh yeah, fair. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I'm like, wait. I was talking but to you know, someone the other day about how much like I really love cult documentaries, and it's like kind of annoying because there aren't that many cult documentaries, and it's like, well, yay, because there are less people in cults, but also like <laughs> boogs that don't get to watch the documentaries. Oh my god. I just feel like. You know how things happen, and then, like, a few years later, people make jokes about it, and sometimes people are like, too soon, and they, like, don't know if it's actually too soon, or, like, at what point in history we're allowed to, like, joke about things. I don't think they're going to be then, making a comedy film about the Thai I don't think they're going to make a comedy <laughs> film about it, but, like, you know it's going to be, like, about the American diver who went over and saved everyone and was such a hero. It wasn't and has an American lovely... diver, it was an Australian diver. Yeah, but you really think you're going to cast an Australian in this? Kate You've Blanchett. had enough. Kate Blanchett <laughs> is the diver. <laughs> It's Kate Blanchett and Scarlett Johansson as the Thai boys. Kate <laughs> Blanchett is the diver. Scarlett Johansson is all nine Thai boys. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, she also Scarlett Johansson stepped down from her role as. Oh, did um, she? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. You're not on the internet, so you don't see anything. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah because of all of the backlash Good. of her playing a trans guy, she stepped down. Damn. Nice. Yeah. It was really impressive. Like all the 
backlash worked like it yeah. it did the thing yeah. i love when we silence people jesus <laughs> i mean she still played tons of asian actors and that's like or taken tons of roles from asian actors and yeah like, that's also not okay but at least she's she also finally like a, figured this part she's out she's also a billionaire i think she'll be fine is she a billionaire uh, maybe multi-millionaire Either way, very wealthy. Is billionaire even that rich any these days? Billionaire is very rich, Fiona. I just feel like Jeff Bezos has 10 of them and I want... I think least... he has like 150 of them. He's $150 billion? He's $10 billion. Uh, I'm going to Google Jeff Bezos' net worth right now. Uh, I typed in just blah blah, so I'll leave you to do that. Yeah, he has $143 billion. But billion and i was still mad about it no he's very very fucking rich it's, well yeah i think you're still very very sucks. fucking rich with 10 billion dollars riley wouldn't be like hmm, he's struggling he's just scraping by with his 10 billion no but i like <laughs> he wouldn't be like one of the wealthiest people with 10 billion you know like he'd be up there but he wouldn't be like up there up there there's a reason we all hate him so much <laughs> who needs 143 billion dollars what are you doing you could give away 142 billion dollars and still be a billionaire like just just think about that. It's like when J.K. Rowling, who's obviously still trash, but like was the per- first person in the world to lose her billionaire status. Oh, she yeah. gave so much of it to charity. Yeah, why don't more billionaires do that? Yeah, because they're greedy. Uh, I can't wait to also lose my billionaire status one day. Oh my god. I have to get it first. <laughs> oh we'll get there. But there was also, okay, speaking of billionaires mm-hmm. and the Thai cave thing, did you see Elon Musk's little submarine he was trying to pull? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone just being like, it doesn't work. Like, we got this, but nice little PR stunt. Thanks. Got there. Elon Musk. Ugh. Is he still dating Grimes? I need you to update me on so things I've like heard. this. I, don't, I haven't heard any breakup Break up. news. Damn. But he, I did come out that he donated, like, a shit ton of money out? to... Sorry. It <laughs> came out. The news yeah. uh, surfaced that he donated a shit ton of money to a Republican PAC, like a political <gasps> action committee. It's yeah. very surprising. Oh, my God. I know. This, like... I don't know, shitty bro dude that like everyone has been idolizing is actually really shitty politically. I'm so shocked that someone with $20 billion is a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I feel like we shouldn't hate all billionaires because then when I become one, it's going to be like annoying that people hate me for being a billionaire. I'll be the true marginalized group. (laughs) Oh my God. Just give away your money. There's a very simple solution to being (laughs) not made fun of for being a billionaire and it's to stop being a billionaire. That's true. He literally, did you see? He like, someone, uh, I think the BBC. By the like, way, from now on, when you say, did you see? I didn't see. I just. <laughs> I'm not online. <laughs> I don't know if this happened before or after uh-huh. you took Twitter off your phone, mm-hmm. but the BBC um, called him a billionaire. They were like, why does like Elon Musk billionaire do this? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, they always use it as a derogatory, like demeaning word, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And everyone was just like, are you fucking kidding me like i'm sorry billionaire is the slur you have hurled at you you poor poor cis white man like oh my god that's funny and it's just like yeah you could just give away your money like you could solve so many of the world's problems with this 20 billion dollars yeah like i just cannot feel bad for a billionaire yeah i I just don't have that bone in my body yeah Apart from me when I'm a billionaire. Thanks. Okay. Fiona, give away your money. Wait, you don't I even will. have the money. You can't give it a piece of like away. Yeah, I don't have any money to give away. Oh my God. I'm like a hundred dollar. I'm like, give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> anyway, what's the next? Giant billboards in New York City promoting. Is that the flat tummy lollipops? Yeah, I think you saw it. That was before you left the internet. I don't think it was. What? I think you retweeted it. Oh, maybe I did. There was, like, huge billboards oh, wait, in New no, York right. City yeah, yeah, yeah. about, like, the lollipops yeah. run in my flat tummy, tummy company. Also, the fact that there's a fucking company called Flat Tummy Company? 
Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, shit. Ugh. I just can't, like, the, the name of your company itself makes people feel bad about their bodies. Like, yeah. that's an impressive level of, I don't know, marketing and self-hatred. Yeah. yeah. And they've got billboards in New York City now, so... Uh, it's just so sad because I think we talked about that whole like the appetite suppressant lollipop thing when like mm. Kim Kardashian was promoting it. Yeah. But they just keep going and keep having ads and like keep being a big thing. And it just makes me so sad. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Anyone thinks that's okay? It's messed up. Mm. It's wrong. By the way, side note, if you're hungry, eat a food. <laughs> yes. Great advice. So what you're hungry for. Kylie Jenner has been called a self-made billionaire. Oh my god, so many billionaire <laughs> I, topics I this week. You did? <laughs> See, you have seen some things. I know. Um, but yeah, lol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have two things. One is that literally no one is a self-made billionaire. Like, mm-hmm. the only way you become a billionaire is off the exploitation of others. Like, you don't, you have money because lots of other people don't, and lots of people have worked to get you that money. Yeah. And like, put you in positions where you can get to making that much money yeah but also her specifically was wasn't she like born into a very famous family with like well like they weren't born <clears throat> they weren't famous growing up but it was basically Didn't they, like have a ra- reality tv show am i well, missing something no here? yeah she is from the kardashians <laughs> but um for context i think you know controversial whatever but like chris jenner I would put more to the self-made billionaire. I don't, I don't think she's a billionaire. I think because Kylie's the first one to hit billionaire status. Even Kim hasn't. Um, oh. But the basically their dad, who has now passed, mm. um, was defending or going against. I need to watch the documentary OJ Simpson. <laughs> okay. So he was like the lawyer in that whole trial, mm. and so they got some sort of like fame from that because like. Like, the dad got some sort of fame from that. Okay. And then Kris Jenner was like, what's good? <laughs> and made her entire, like, life, you yeah. know, a crazy success. So I think uh, that it's, like, one of those things where, like, she capitalized on it. Mm. And she managed to, like, take that. And also, like, when Kim's, like, whole sex tape scandal came out, I think I'm so impressed still. Like, obviously, I'm not saying all the Kardashians are flawless. But taking, yes. like, this scandal where everyone's, like, sharing around your sex tape, like, without your permission... Mm. And being like, screw you, you're a slut, and managing to turn that into millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, props to you. I mean, the thing is, so I've seen a lot of people being like, well, if she's not a self-made billionaire, then, like, you're discrediting all the work she's done and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that's true. Like, I think we can acknowledge that people have worked very hard to get where they are. Yes. And also acknowledge that they weren't self-made in the slightest. Like, they're only there because of lots of other people as well. Like, the reality TV show, like, they weren't the only ones working on it. Like, there were producers and writers and, like, a whole TV network and people promoting this. And, like, I'm sure all of those people who worked on that show are not billionaires because they were probably paid, like, much, much, much less than the people who happened to be in the show, you know? It's, like, where we decide to put the money of all of that labor. Yeah. I think it's just in general, no one's self-made. I, I, th- I think as well, I don't even think... I, don't, I haven't read the article, so I, I could so 100 be, like be wrong. Mm. But I don't even think Kylie would describe herself as a self-made billionaire. Do you know what I mean? I think that was Forbes. Like, I, she might have mm. done it, but I don't think like that she would describe herself Let's as... Let's ask her. Let's call her up. I'll give her, shoot her yeah, a text. give her a ring. <laughs> um, but like, I don't think... you know She would understand that she's got there from the support of her sisters and the support of her friends mm. and, like, the management by her mom and stuff like that. Like, I think that most, especially women in those sorts of areas, would acknowledge that it's not just them. Yeah. I think men are the ones who are more likely to be, like, self-made. 
Didn't Trump say that he was self-made when he was given like a million dollar loan? It's like a small loan honey. of a million dollars. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I, feel, I honestly think that as a trend, I would say more men describe them as self-made millionaires. Whereas yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. But it's also like, I don't know, just the fact that for people to be rich, people have to be in poverty. Like she's almost a billionaire and people are like making a GoFundMe for her to get her to billionaire status. <laughs> <sighs> honestly iconic no that's so <laughs> oh, that's so pointless like i agree people are actually giving an almost billionaire money to make yeah. her a billionaire no i agree that's dumb just that's just funny though it makes <sighs> me so sad anyway world. let's go over into the music world because okay. there are some beautiful things Firstly, talk about your little next thing <laughs> i'm so excited i was scrolling through the old youtubes and i saw my subscription box because I didn't see it on Twitter, because I wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, Little Mix have a gay goddamn music video. It features two fantastic femme queer girls, like, Ooh. meeting each other party and falling in love. And we're going to... Oh, can I spoil it? Yeah, absolutely spoil it. It's been out for a few days. If you haven't watched the music video, honestly, stop this podcast now. Go watch it and then come back to us. <sighs> um, firstly, because you need to experience it. And secondly, so we're not spoiling something. But then <laughs> I was like, yay, gay little mix. Like, this is everything I've ever wanted, obviously. Um, and then there's like a whole thing where like one of the ex-girlfriends comes up and she pushes one of the girls into the pool. <laughs> no, I can't even yeah, say, say it. it. And then she turns into a fucking mermaid. She's a mermaid! (laughs) And then the other one jumps in the pool and she isn't a mermaid. I really did think the second one was going to turn into a mermaid as well. So I think that would be amazing because it's like the whole, like, Mm. the queer analogy of, like, finding someone else like you and that whole thing. But she didn't. She just goes in the pool and they kiss (laughs) as if it's not weird that the girl you've been hitting on at a party suddenly has a tail. And then... (laughs) They, a really big tail as well. And then she carries her to the ocean and then she swims off. And it ends. It was so sad too. Like the whole Just music like video like... is like so great of like flirting and kissing and dancing together mm. and like this really cute music video. And then suddenly she's a mermaid and then she's in the ocean and she goes away. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Just, a, you know, the classic sad mermaid trope in <laughs> queer media. <laughs> So I'm just I very just don't confused. Understand. I'm just very confused. And I'm just, I wish they had done it both because it's like they could could have had the happy ending where they both go swim off into the ocean. Yeah. And it could have been a beautiful queer analogy of finding someone else like you in this like world of goddamn straits. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It was no. just, <laughs> one's a mermaid, one isn't. Don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> oh, jeez. There was also Ariana Grande's mm-hmm. new music video. Um, Riley's notes are just, Ariana's God is a woman video. She fingered a hurricane. <laughs> She did. She fingered a hurricane. I keep seeing <laughs> the gif is all over my timeline. Just Ariana straight up sitting on the earth, finger fucking a hurricane. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make this. It was entirely her. I believe you. Like, I know this is true. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. I've also seen other screenshots of just like really iconic, like pussy imagery all throughout the video. And yeah. I'm just like killing it. Boom. No, it's really good. The only downside is why is it directed by a man? It wasn't. Yeah. Oh. Ariana, come on. Like, can you not find any female directors? Like, I understand yeah. that obviously this man did an amazing job with the whole video. Like, yeah, it's a great yeah. video, but like, come on. Was there any, do you know if there was any, like, just a little, a little nod in the corner to like trans women at all? Um, I, I honestly only watched it once and I haven't been online. No, that's fair. I just, cause I <laughs> remember whole when. This is me being like, I am not online. <laughs> no, yeah. that's fair. But remember when Janelle Monet had yeah. that music video that just, they were all wearing like the pussy pants and stuff, oh, yeah. but then like some of them weren't. And she was like, we're like explicitly including trans women, yeah. but it wasn't like, 
like the video was still mostly about pussy stuff, but it yeah. was like, here's our little like little nod, we accept yeah. you thing. And like I love the idea of like a whole pussy themed music video yeah. and like Ariana finger fucking her hurricane. Yeah. But it is like I'm just like a little recognition, you know. I have no idea if it's yeah. in there or not. I haven't like analyzed the video enough. But yeah. I don't know. Just be nice to be like, hey, y'all are included too and we appreciate you, Beauty. you know? Yeah. But I don't anyway. know. I like I haven't watched enough to see if there was or wasn't, but no, I think it's like fair. one of those things well where it's I don't know. It's I changed tricky. my mind. I forgot I'm a trans activist, and actually the entire video has to be about trans women penis, <laughs> or I will fly into a rage, <laughs> according to TERFs. Anyway. Uh, speaking, speaking of, of TERFs. Ooh, <laughs> look at that segue. And the current segue of the week. There were fucking TERFs at Pride, at London Pride, that, like, marched at the front of the thing, and it was a whole fucking mess. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, apparently, I don't know, London Pride, like, made these bad excuses for it, and they were like, oh, they were disrupting the thing, so we just, like, let them march ahead of us to, like, be less of a disruptance. I'm like, they were at the front! (laughs) And I don't know, it just made lots of people feel real shitty. But the good thing that has come from it is, like, apparently lots of people were booing them there. Like, they were clearly not popular. And since then, there's been tons of stuff on the internet of, like, cis lesbians and cis queer women coming out and being like, we support trans women, like, TERFs don't stand for us, blah, blah, blah. There was a whole, like hashtag L with the T. Yeah. And it was really cute. And it was lots of cis lesbians being like, I support trans women. And like the only people who have invalidated me have been TERFs. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, fucking tell them. Yeah. It's just great. Really? Because I mean, I've seen a lot. So the TERFs like main thing is like, trans women are erasing lesbians, which first of all is bullshit. Like I'm trans and a lesbian. Yeah. I don't think I'm erasing anything just by yeah. being me. Truly. But also like the TERFs are the ones who go up to cis lesbians who are dating trans women or like interested in trans women and be like sorry you're not really a lesbian you're a real lesbian now yeah. yeah that's like that's the actual lesbian race you're just being real shitty to any lesbian who doesn't fit like Their your idea. perfect yeah idea of what a lesbian is the false idea Ugh, shitty shitty turfs but seeing the positivity come out of it is, is just heartwarming anyway let's you know? talk about plain bay because that was a mess Ugh, fucking so oh if God. you didn't see you would have seen um basically there was this um, little straight couple on a plane and they put, um, they want to sit next to each other. So they asked their seat partners to sit next to each other as well. And mm. we're like, hey, maybe you'll find love on this plane. And the, then the two people did get along and the couple behind them that put them together just documented the whole thing. Like when they were like touching arms or flirting yeah. or what their topics of conversation like, were. Not just with text, like it was Instagram stories. They were taking like images, mm-hmm. like photos of everything. Yeah. And, like videos of stuff. Like, yeah. Like when they went off to the bathroom, they were like, Oh my God, they both went off to the bathroom together. Yeah. And so that all happened and everyone's like, Oh, cute. And I then- actually saw a bunch of people retweeting being like, Oh my God, so heartwarming and cute. And it, really bothered me because yeah. i was like but see i wouldn't I would be surprised if i like blatantly like i'm um, not blatantly like just like subconsciously just like liked it do you know what i mean no yeah like i don't think i did on like, purpose oh that's a cute thing and keep scrolling yeah i don't know i mean. think i'm just very aware that i would not want someone to be taking photos but i think of me a lot of people shared it without thinking that's what i mean like no, i think yeah, that yeah. like people who were sharing it like no that's fair i'm not being like everyone who shared this is a yeah. terrible person no but, totally like, but yeah i think it's just but yeah and then it all came out so what i didn't see a lot of this backlash because mm. i'm not online um <laughs> what happened well okay so basically like the people the girl hated it people found out through like lots of like snooping who the girl was and she like deleted all of her social media and was like i don't want to be mm-hmm. a part of this and it like affected her job um and people were like calling her a slut and stuff because she like went to the bathroom yeah. and shit and like she just got all this like harassment and negative attention stuff that she clearly didn't want like she didn't 
All she was doing was sitting on a goddamn plane. Yeah, she and she didn't try to like capitalize off of it. She literally mm-hmm. like deleted her social media and was like, I'm out, like count me out of this. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy is like living it up and he's like, hey, I'm the guy. Like, Ugh. wasn't it so romantic and cute? And he's getting tons of press attention and stuff. Oh, and gross. everyone's like loving it. And then the people who like documented the whole thing after they'd been called out like a million and a half times, they like wrote this whole thing and like, we just love love and we just like really appreciated it. And we thought it was like super sweet and we just wanted to share that all with you. And it's like, like maybe if you thought that in the moment, but how can you see all this backlash and see all of the terrible stuff that's happened from it yeah. and not feel bad and like not have like regrets? Off. Yeah, you could really just be like, I made a mistake. Yeah, this was my fault. Like, uh, yeah. messy. So what happened? What started as like a cute little thing turned into just a, another really sad example. Yeah. Of I don't know all the shitty stuff that goes on, <sighs> but it was really it just seems like an invasion of privacy to like document someone's yeah someone else's life without their consent. And Even if you're like blurring faces. Of, like where whatever. is like what is privacy? Because like they blurred the faces, mm. so, like that's fine. But it's like our, our like buddies and conversations not private. Yeah. Like, I was like, I know I've been like guilty of like tweeting about things that happens. I never include photos. Mm. But it's like if something like is happening, I might be like, haha, like there's a guy on this train wearing this outfit, you know? Yeah, no, I mean I've I've probably done that yeah, too. Yeah, but it's like where's where's the line, you know? <laughs> Conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I I f- I don't know. I feel like that's a thing we'll probably have to be figuring out going forward, but mm. like documenting a whole thing with a person and I mean, like that was taking too photos much. Of I think it's just the videos. It's definitely the over the line, yeah. It's the videos and photos because I think it'd be cute. I can imagine tweeting about that and I can imagine mm. reading a tweet and thinking it's being cute, but it's the photos and the videos that do it for me. Yeah. Because it's like and giving like there's specific no details. to it. Yeah. Because like if you give enough details, people can snoop and find out things, mm. even if you're not like including faces and stuff. Yeah. But if it's just like no one knows what train you're on and you're just like oh this like cute thing happened with this couple on this train and then like yeah no one's gonna know anything exactly but if you're like here's the exact flight we're on and like the people we're seeing in photos of them even if their faces blurred out like people can find shit exactly if that eventually comes around to those people they could just feel really bad that also it's like my worst nightmare people taking photos of me without my knowing exactly yeah same fuck that and i just feel like like when i'm not intending to be online i'm very much like this is my private personal life and yes. if that was online without my consent yeah i would feel like very violated i'd be Absolutely. like no, no 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 even no. like when people take photos of me at like conventions because they're like too scared to say hi i'm like mm. stop being sa- scared come up and say hi because oh yeah like it's okay if people come up and say hi <laughs> no but <laughs> that, sure. that's what i mean though because i've had like when i've gone to like somewhere in the city and stuff mm. people have like taken photos and tweeted them at me and i'm like well i'm self-conscious now yeah i'm like you shouldn't have been nervous to come up and say hi but now you should be because i'm pissed at you <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah i think it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it's messed. More of the story. Don't take photos of people and put them online without their consent. True. If they're just like, I don't know, chilling innocently on a yeah. plane or at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see the trailer for the new trailer for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee? I didn't. Would you like I to talk to about to your you. nerd stuff? It's my nerd stuff. You want it too. Are we getting Pikachu or Eevee? What? You don't pretend like you I didn't. I actually don't. <laughs> Yeah, you saw the trailer. I the know who they old are. Trailer. Yeah, but there's like the the for the Switch. They're coming out yeah. with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu mm-hmm. and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Oh, you're in the game one? Yeah, so it's two oh. different games. And if you get the Pikachu one, Pikachu chills on your shoulder the whole time. Uh-huh. And if you get the Eevee one, Eevee chills on your shoulder the whole time. Ooh. What do you want? They always do this with Pokemon games. They release two. And like, usually the starters aren't different, but they are for this one. Yeah. And then like... What are the starters in each one? Well, I mean like... So the very first Pokemon was, like, red and blue. Mm. And the differences were, like, you got to choose from the same three starters. Okay. But, like, 
there's some different parts of the story and some different Pokemon in it. Okay. So the goal was to get people to buy both games. Like yeah. one gets one of, you, one of you gets one game and your friend gets the other and then you trade Pokemon to have all of them. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with Pikachu and Eevee, but your starters in this one are different. Yeah. So it choose, it changes who's allowed, who like hangs out on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. That's tricky because I like the evolutions <laughs> of Eevee. I don't think you can evolve Eevee. Yeah, but also like, I think like Eevee's great, but Clutch. Pikachu's such a classic, and Raichu's your fave. So I fucking love Raichu. So I feel like oh, I cannot to... wait until I get a Lowland Raichu in Pokemon yeah. Go. I think I would prefer to get Eevee, but I think you would prefer mm. to get Pikachu more than I'd prefer to get Eevee, if that makes sense. Fair. So. My Pikachu ness is overpowering. Yeah. I'm assuming your choice was yeah, Pikachu. Yeah, what's Pikachu? Yeah. Eevee's so. just so basic. Like, I, I love me some good Eevee Lucians. Yeah. Sylveon, trans icon, but Eevee's just, she's just boring. She's just a little kitty. Yeah. She's cute, but like, me. You know what? There's so much Trump stuff to talk about, but I just don't even want to at this point. Yeah, that's fine. I'm more distressed. About. Trump did some terrible things again. Yep. He repeated some white supremacist lines, and he said that Sadiq Khan is responsible for terrorism in the UK. Um, <sighs> spoiler, Trump is trash. Like, I don't... like. There's. It's just annoying. It's like every week, you know? Yeah. Just new terrible shit. Yep. Um, but there so were, like, yeah. huge protests against him in London, which I was like, and good for you, Scotland, Londoners. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Scotland. That's also a place. It is a place. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, there were huge protests against him coming, which were great and pure. I'll actually, I'll make Riley link to a few of the, um, like, protest signs in the London one, because they were just so pure. Oh, were there good ones? Someone um, had one where it was just like, like, you know, like, super cra- super califragilistic SPL. Oh, yeah, so super was, like, fragile, like, callous, racist. Racist. Something, something, uh, something. I forgot the others. Yeah. Anyway, it was really good. So there was a bunch of really good signs. So I'll make Riley link those on the Patreon. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I like how you're not like, I'll link them on the Patreon. You're like, I'll make Riley do it. Well, yeah. I'm having a break. I'm <laughs> offline. I'm over work. Oh, yeah, from all the work you were doing on the Patreon before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Riley has linked the BuzzFeed. Oh, do we get to do a BuzzFeed quiz? Yeah, we're doing yes. a BuzzFeed quiz. Um, I think I was asking Fiona for conspiracy theories earlier today, and I think we've run out. Well, I think part of it was to do with... We haven't run out. Thank you very much. Mm. Well, my brain is constantly coming up with more, and I also have more animal-based ones. I know I said the one about Emma Blackery, but I really want to save that one for when she releases her album, because I told her I would, to give her that promo. Do you have any non-animal-based ones? We've only covered, what, well, goats the issue and crabs? Is I have a lot. You know, I'll give you one now. Okay. Okay. This is one that uh, Maddie and I came based? up with a few years ago. Is the it animal-based? Is... No, it's not animal-based. Ooh. Yeah, see? Um, our issue is, right... Maddie and I used to come up with a lot about YouTubers. Okay. Um, but it's tricky finding a line between, like, what's a fun conspiracy theory mm. and what people will think is true because a lot of the time we're friends with these people. We're in the same social circles. Mm. So we could come up with one and be like, guys, this is it. And then people would think that we're, like, secretly spilling tea <laughs> because, like, we're friends with them and, like, we know the truth. And but, you're like, like, no, it's just our out there, like, goofy conspiracy We're just theory. like, because the way that we form conspiracy theories is just, like... We would do this about YouTubers where it's like, what is so ridiculous, but that could still be true, mm. you know? Anyway, so I'm going to give you one um, okay. about, do you know Fun for Louis, Louis Cole? Is he the one that did the North Korea thing? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, actually that kind of ties into the theory. This theory came up <laughs> well before then though. Um, so he's, he just travels a lot. That's his whole thing. That's, yeah, he was doing longer. that well before everything else. Um, and our theory is that he isn't just traveling, he's looking for something what is he looking for oh i don't know what <laughs> it's like a huge like he's hidden tra- treasure yeah like Ooh. he's like h- traveling the whole world like not hidden treasure but like looking for something deep and then it's like backed Aren't up by the fact that like something deep <laughs> deeper it's backed up like how he had um so he had these two friends in south korea called nick and Ange. okay um and then 
he had a friend in Sydney called, I think her name was Rachel or something. Mm. And it was like the weirdest thing. So he's like friends with Nick and Ange for ages. And then he goes to Sydney and is suddenly friends with this girl, Rachel, like out of nowhere, like they didn't know each other before. And he's like staying at her place and they're like close mm. friends. I'm like, that's an organization. Like that is you being put up with this person in the organization. And then they finally meet Nick and Ange. And then suddenly Nick and Ange and Rachel are getting along as if they've known each other their whole lives or <gasps> at least work together for a handful of years. And... It was just like, because like the way they got along, they were instantly like, yep, like we know each other. And there was no like awkwardness at all. And then now, like he doesn't speak to Rachel at all. Like he left Sydney, he left Australia and it's just like done. Okay. Because he'd done his, like part of his task there or whatever. How do all these people tie into the hidden treasure thing? Oh, because there's obviously a wider organization like helping him find, it's not, I feel like you're really belittling it by saying hidden treasure. (laughs) It's just like he's looking for something to do with, I don't even know what. Like that's part of it. I don't know. Why would I know? I'm just a simple viewer. You're looking for the infinity gauntlet? Yes. The Tesseract? Sure. The other powerful object that movies use as like a tool for creating tension? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was out. That was one of our theories is that, and like, I'm sorry, now he came up with a bloody TV show where he's not even getting planes anymore. He learned how to fly a plane. So it's just him and this one of the guy in this plane <laughs> traveling the world. What? Can you just take a plane around? Yeah. Where do you like land it and shit? It's not like they're parking lots for planes. And they're called airports, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're very much out parking lots for planes. <laughs> but don't you I just feel like like if I just like bought a plane, can I just like go land at LAX? He'll be like, hey guys, I'm yes. coming in. What? Well, you'd have to... There's rules around it. Like, you have to, like, organize it ahead of time and stuff. And you'd probably be landing at a smaller airport. But, yeah. What? You can just, like... What do you think people with planes do? I thought businesses, like, did planes... Who has planes? A lot of rich people, Riley. Someone in my school had a plane. (sighs) When we eat the rich, we eat their planes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, he's now, like, traveling on his, like, little plane. And I'm like, that's... (laughs) A little much. Like, that's a little too obvious that you're clearly looking for something because now you can't even have, like, cabin crew and staff and, like, airlines knowing (laughs) where you're going and what you're doing. Wow. Yeah. Very treasure hunter. Anyway, that's that's my conspiracy theory for the week is that fun for Louis is not just traveling, he's looking for something. Cool, cool. Well, would you like to do the outro because I got to get going. I have an appointment. I gotta oh, get true. To. Oops, sorry, yes. my bad. It's um, okay. Well, that's everything we have for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate us on iTunes. And if you haven't already, be sure to check us out on patreon.com slash galpals. We could really use your support there. And if you need some advice, which we'll do next week, or want us to ask uh, want to ask us questions that we can answer on the podcast, you can DM us at galpalspod on Twitter or email us at galpalsthepodcast.gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. <laughs>